Welcome to Conflicted, the podcast exploring the tension Christian entrepreneurs face trying to pursue success in business and sacrifice in service to Christ. I'm your host, Sean Tombagahan, and I'm glad to be with you on this journey. Guys, I am back. So it took a little hiatus from launching any new episodes of Conflicted uh, just to kind of regroup and plan and think. And now we're back with fresh episodes coming up. Today, I want to talk about handling difficulties and specifically handling difficulties as a Christian entrepreneur because that's what we do on the Conflicted podcast. We talked about we talk about what it is to run a business as a believer. And so if you're in business, it's not necessarily a matter of if hard times are going to come. It's a matter of when and how are you going to handle those? You know, they say a true test of a person is not measured by what they do, but how they respond. And so how do you respond when difficulties come, when you're going through trials, uh, it's, even as it relates to your business or even personally as you're running your business, do you trust in the sovereignty of God or do you fall apart like a $2 suitcase? And so I, I want to talk specifically about some of the different types of difficulties that I face and, and some of the things that have helped me along the way. And so uh, one of the difficulties that every business owner, entrepreneur that I've met at least uh, has faced is financial pressures. You know, for me, if there was one particular way that God has revealed himself to me uh, more than any of the other aspects of himself, it's um, he's, he's shown himself as my provider. Um, he, he's, he's obviously my savior. He's my Lord. He's my father. He's my friend. He's, he's all of these things, but he's showed up in my life more miraculously, I should say, as the provider. Uh, there's been times to where my wife and I, we've been down and out. We uh, haven't had any money to pay bills. We were paying our staff, weren't paying ourselves. We were um, you know, in debt uh, and just the, the, the bills keep coming. The expenses don't stop. And, um, and one of the things that God has revealed himself to me in those times is that he always comes through. And so um, one of the, the scriptures that always encourages me when, he, when Jesus talks about consider the lilies of the field, how even Solomon in all of his splendor wasn't clothed as glorious as they are, or consider the birds of the air. They don't have to toil or work, but he feeds them. He takes care of them. And so in, in those times, I always have to remind myself that I am God's. Uh, I do trust in him. My, my life is inside of his hands. So I'll give one story in particular. There, there was a time in my business where we were behind the gun. We needed uh, money. We needed income. We were owed a lot of money, but it didn't look like anything was coming in in the near future. And we had payroll coming up. And um, at this time, we were buying groceries on credit. We had our own bills due. We needed mortgage to be paid. We needed about $5,000 just to make it. And uh, my wife and I were praying, we're believing God, but it didn't look like anything was coming through. Um, the night before uh, this miraculous thing happens, I go out to dinner with uh, me, my wife, and, and um, some friends of ours. And these friends of ours, um, we at that time weren't 
super close. Uh, I was more close to the husband, uh, but we were just trying to get to know them as a couple. They also were entrepreneurs. And me being a prideful man, I, I don't like sharing my difficulties and my stresses. And so when they invited us out to dinner, uh, I was thinking like, oh my gosh, we're, we're gonna have to put this on credit. And, um, but we're gonna go out because I thought that that was important to, to go out with them. Anyway, we had a great night, talked about anything and everything under the sun, talked about our family. We talked about, at that time, we were fostering our foster daughter. We talked about uh, business and ministry and all these things. just had a really good time. Um, Again, I didn't talk about my struggles or my issues, but the very next day, this brother calls me and he says, hey, I'm out of town, but I had such a good time with you and your wife last night. Um, And he said, I was praying and I felt the Lord impress it upon me to leave you something. And so he's like, I'm out of town, but you can go to my office and you can pick it up. And, um, and so I went to his office and there was an envelope with my name on it. They gave it to me. I went into the car and I picked it up and it was $5,000 cash. And it was the most money financially that anybody just given to me that God had just prompted it on their heart. I just started crying just because like, Lord, you knew exactly what we needed in this time. And I was freaking out, I was stressing, but at the same time trying to remind myself that I'm in God's hands. I shouldn't burden myself with all these cares. Like it's, it's his will, it's his bill. I need to just continue to trust in him. And then in that moment, I was just so overwhelmed by his goodness and his grace of just, even in my weak faith, you know, I did believe God, but it, it, was, it was a weak faith um, that he still provided for me. And so that's happened a bunch of times, not to that extent, but to where God has just showed up in crazy miraculous ways financially through uh, provision. And so my point there is that when we're facing difficulties as entrepreneurs, at least for me, I've, I've faced several seasons in which I felt like money was an issue. We're always thinking about money, not in the, in the greedy, like we just want to hoard piles and piles for ourselves, but we have so many expenses and so many responsibilities and the bottom line really rests on us. Um, and so that financial pressure, we can start to, to lean on our own strengths and our own giftings and, and take all of the burden upon ourselves, or we could stress our, ourselves out by how we're not so good with money and we're, we, you know, we suck, we should be better. And at the end of the day, as believers, we have to completely and fully trust and rely on the Lord for our financial provision. So the, that's one of the difficulties, but what about the difficulty of burnout? So I've, I've also experienced difficulties, not only financially, but in burnout. Like I, I feel I'm, there's not enough hours in the day to keep up with everything that I have. I'm overwhelmed, overworked, under-resourced, and uh, just to even keep the, the, the wheels running uh, at the, the pace that we need to keep them on, just to, to keep the doors open, it, there's just not enough time and you, you end up stressing yourself out. And so there's a couple questions that, I need to ask myself in those times is one is, am I doing what God has called me to actually do? Or am I, or am I doing things that God hasn't called me to do? And so am I overcommitting myself? Have I checked in with God? What are all the responsibilities and, and duties that I've compiled on top of my uh, life? Like are, are all of these things that God has called me to do? Or am I taking upon myself unnecessary burdens? Or Maybe I am doing all the things that I am called to do, but I'm out of alignment in regards to the proportion with which I'm 
allocating my attention and, and time. Uh, so yes, I, I'm not supposed to stop doing these particular activities, but maybe I'm, I'm investing way too much time in this particular area of my life or in this particular ministry or this particular department in this uh, aspect of my business. Um, you know, I'm doing all of, all of the things that I know I need to be doing, but maybe to greater degrees than I'm supposed to be doing in this season. And then the next question is, uh, are you doing things in your own strength? Uh, there, there is a way that you're supposed to do the work. But Paul says, uh, I believe this in Galatians, he says, I worked harder than them all, but it wasn't me. It was Christ working in me. And so he, he, there's an aspect of where Paul was a hard worker. He worked night and day. He toiled. He labored. But he worked in such a way that it wasn't him working, but Christ working through him. So he's not just waiting for God to like overtake his body and possess him to where he's just like this passive observer watching Christ work through him. No, he's physically doing the work. He's, he's working, but he's working from a place of rest, knowing that Christ is the one doing the work through him. And so are you taking too much upon yourself? And so those are some of the questions I ask myself, because I know that if, um, if, if we're in alignment with doing what God has called us to do and doing and allocating the right proportion, time, resources, energy to those areas, uh, God is not going to give us one thing at the expense of something else he's called us to do. So he's not going to call me to start a business at the expense of my marriage, right? He's called me to be a good husband. He's called me to be a good father. So he's not going to give me something in my life that's going to take away from my ability to be effective in these other areas that he's called me. So I shouldn't have that burnout feeling. I don't think that Christians should feel burnout. I think that we do. I think that we experience it, but I don't think that it's God's will for our lives that we should be living from a place of burnout. And so you got to kind of ask yourself, are you out of alignment? Are you doing the things that God has called you to do? Are you trying to do things in your own strength? And then another issue or difficulty that I faced in business is staff issues. And maybe we'll do whole episodes on each one of these things, but I just want to briefly touch on some of these. So staff issues, um, you know, for me, I am the worst person at firing people. I've had to do it comes with the territory. You have to let people go. Um, but for me, every person that I've fired, it's been like seven months in count. Like I've known for a long time that they're not a good fit and I'm trying to hold on to them. Uh, and, and I, it, it really, is hard for me to come to grips with the fact that I might just have the wrong people on the team. And so uh, I have to think of it like this. Um, in my business, I am called to be a good steward. I'm going to be a good steward of everything that God has given me, including my business, but as well as my staff. Like my staff is, the, is part of the stewardship that I have to be faithful with. Am I being a good steward with my staff? Now the question comes, what if I, have I done everything in my power to steward my staff well? And in that, it's still not working out with a particular employee. Uh, then I'm going to have to be a good steward of the company and make sure that I elevate that person beyond me. And that, that's hard because uh, we think that, you know, well, we need these people on our team. Well, someone once told me that you, if you need people, you can't lead people. So if you feel like you're completely dependent upon these people to do what you've been called to do, then you're not being an effective leader. Being a leader is an acknowledgement that, yes, you're not supposed to do this alone, but you're not solely dependent on each individual person. And so you have to lead the, the, the group rather than just 
the particular individual. Now, obviously we care for the individuals, we do everything we can, but if you've done everything that you can to make this um, work for that person and they're still not coming into alignment with where you're going as a company, you have to graduate them past your business, which basically means fire them. And again, that, that's that's another thing is, is when we think of you know, firing people, I, for me, I feel terrible. Like, oh my gosh, what are they gonna do? This is gonna change their life. This is their income. This is their livelihood. Um, the fact is I'm not God for them and I can't position myself to be God for them. Uh, the reality is most people are more resilient than we want to give them credit for. They're, they always end up on their feet. I don't think there's a single person that I've fired that um, has be, become homeless and lost their entire life and, and they're just on the streets because they aren't working for me. No, they, they've landed on their feet. They're working out of the place and they're, they're doing just fine. And so no, you don't need them and they don't necessarily need you. And so you have to be a good steward of your business and your team. So the last thing I want to talk about is personal difficulties. You know, we talked about financial difficulties. We talked about difficulties of being burnt out or feeling burnout, um, staff difficulties. Um, but what about the personal issues? The reality is that in your business, uh, it doesn't care. Your business does not care if you have marital problems. Your business doesn't care if you have issues with your kids. Your business doesn't care if you have issues physically or you're going through stress or you have certain personal hangups that are preventing you from operating or, or at least uh, mentally operating at 100% capacity. You, your business doesn't care about any of those things. The show needs to go on. Your clients still need to be served. Your customers still need to be served. Your staff still needs to be taken care of. Your vendors are still counting on you. All of the things and demands of your business are always going to be pulling on you and they don't care for you and your personal issues. Uh, the, the, they're not waiting for you to get all of that stuff figured out. So what are you going to do in the times where you're facing personal difficulties. Again, going back to that burnout, if uh, I think a lot of the things um, can be answered if you start taking away all of the unnecessary chaff in your life, the things that maybe you're not called to do, or maybe those things that in this particular season, God is telling you to either quit or pause. Um, but another thing is to have the right perspective as you're going through it. So it doesn't mean that your, your uh, situation is going to change, but your mind can change in a moment, which really does feel like a night and day difference. Uh, I'll give you an example. When, when I was going through one of the hardest times in my life, financially at least, it wasn't uh, the hardest time in my life, but the hardest financial time in our life is pretty early on. I think it was actually before I started my business. Um, but I, we went from, I know it was before I started my business because it was before the, it was during the recession, it was in 2008. I went from making a lot of money to basically making no money overnight. There was months where I was working um, with the hopes of getting a paycheck, but people were not paying uh, the, the company I was working for. They weren't paying them. So therefore I wasn't getting a paycheck and I went from making a lot to making nothing. And it looked like we were gonna lose our home. We were losing everything. And just like a lot of people during that time in 2008. Um, but one thing, uh, one scripture in particular really carried me through that season. And that was James chapter one. James says, Count it a joy, my brothers, when you suffer trials of many kinds, because the testing of your faith builds perseverance, and perseverance must have its work so that your faith could be complete, not lacking anything. And so I, I really meditated upon that scripture, and, and, and I took it to mean that, 
You know, you don't, he's not telling you to be happy that you're going through a trial. Oh, like, oh, I'm going through this hard time. This is amazing. No, he says, but you can count it a joy because the testing of your faith builds perseverance. And so there's, there's something beyond the trial that is a result of this trial that you can put your hope in, which produces a sense of joy and gratitude in the midst of your circumstance. So your, your, your joy is rooted in something deeper and more, um, more stable than your circumstances. So no matter what your circumstances are, you don't lose your joy. And he says, you could count it a joy when you suffer trials because the testing of your faith builds perseverance and perseverance, meaning you're going to have to go through some stuff, it has to have its work so that your faith could be complete, not lacking anything. And I, I always took that to mean that um, God is calling me to levels that require faith that I don't have. Whatever God is calling me to requires a measure of faith that I don't currently have in this season. And so I could count it a joy because he's preparing me for the things that he's called me to walk in. That I need a level of faith that, that has to have some perseverance built up into it. And so I could count it a joy. It doesn't feel good when I exercise and lift weights when I'm ripping my muscles, but it's building strength as it repairs itself. So I could count it a joy during the pain because I know that there's going to be gain on the other side. And so those are some of the, the, the quick things that I wanted to talk about in regards to handling difficulties as a Christian entrepreneur. We're going to face them. We're going to face burnout. We're going to face financial difficulties. We're going to face maybe staff issues and personal issues. Uh, but in order to, to stay constant and stable in those times, we have to continue to trust in an all-powerful, all-loving, sovereign God in whose hands belongs our life. So hopefully that blesses you guys. Thanks for sticking around. If you liked this episode, please do me a favor and subscribe, share the podcast with others, and write a review. It only takes a second, and it helps get the word out to more people. Also, if you want to support the podcast financially, please visit my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Sean Tamba. That's patreon.com forward slash S-E-A-N-T-A-M-B-A. Any amount definitely helps. You can also see the link in the show notes. That's it for today, folks. Thank you, and God bless.